Hey everybody, welcome to the Tofugu Podcast. Today we're talking about stereotyping and a little bit of racism in Japan. We cover topics like why Michael didn't get invited to uh, drinking parties while at work, uh, why old Japanese ladies hate Koichi, that's me, uh, why Michael stared down a foreigner, like really, really stared him down for no reason at all, uh, why are foreigners so good at using chopsticks and and also so, so good at Japanese language. Why kids love Kristen's foreign skin. And also we talked about why Koichi had to sleep in an abandoned school because of a kind of racist old lady. That's back to the old ladies again. Uh, we talk about all this and a lot more. And uh, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Today we have myself, Koichi. Me, Michael. And me, Kristen. Me, Kanae. So, so just continuing off our, our previous conversation, why, why do you hate all gaijin, Kanai? Well, I don't hate gaijin. Uh-huh. But? But I don't hate gaijin. I like them. Uh-huh. That's, like, that's kind of co- mean that you called me gaijin just now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit... A no, little you're, bit you're the mean turn. one yeah. who is trying to make <laughs> me sound like a mean person. It's like, it's like calling someone a foreigner versus a, a foreign person. Except worse, I think. Because <laughs> foreigner isn't that bad, right? Wait, Wait actually, I don't is know. Is either one In of English? those? Is there, I think the difference is between, like, you could say mm, Japanese people or a Japanese. I think usually when you have a group of people that has been marginalized in some way in American mm-hmm. history, you say X people and you don't say the, like, just... Yeah, really. Like on yeah. Tofugu, I try and make sure everything says Japanese people. But, e- but even NHK mm. World which is, you know, made by the Japanese government, uses, like, the Japanese, a Japanese. Mm. But to me, that just sounds kind of not good. It sounds a bit old and dated now. That's why, I mean, I always use the delicious Japanese people (laughs) so that nobody (laughs) thinks I'm stereotyping on my articles. So you put a a positive adjective in Mm -hmm. front of Japanese people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Specifically delicious. Specifically, okay. Well, I'll make sure to... And sometimes if it's a language post, I'll, I'll do the oishi. Japanese okay. people. <laughs> now we know what you've really been doing. Every time you go to Japan, <laughs> I'll add that to the style Eating guide. People, so oh. that that is uh, standard across Tofugu now. The <laughs> delicious you. Japanese yeah, people. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, as as you can tell, maybe not actually. We're talking about uh, stereotyping in in Japan. Um, stereotyping of foreign people in Japan, and uh, we're we're gonna talk about some of our experiences with that, uh, with stereotyping, and then Kanai can jump in with, with her her opinions on that. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's kind of our plan because we get a lot of emails of people who are like, if I go to Japan, are people going to be super racist to me? Or um, am I going to have a hard time because I'm a foreigner? Or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. we want to you know, put some of that, some of that to rest, but at the same time, not, not be just like, you know, totally, what's the, is whitewashing the right word? (laughs) We don't want it to be absolute, you know, we're going to try and unpack some of this. Yeah. Yeah. Very complex subject. Right. Yeah. We won't just say like, oh, it's good. Nobody's, nobody stereotypes anybody. There's no racism. We won't say that because that's not true. No matter where you are in the world. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about our experiences with that in Japan and what we've read, what we've experienced, and uh, also um, all the things that Kanai thinks about foreigners. 
how much she loves them. I mean, you're in America. Mm. Nine, nine <laughs> out of ten, then. That's, I, that's, that's better than... That's a high than, rating. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, if I think about all people of all races and all ethnicities and all cultures, like nine out of ten, if I like nine out of ten people, that would be pretty good. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I think... I don't, I don't like I, most people here in this yeah. office, so... <laughs> Oh. oh, man. <laughs> Kristen just get... looked at me, and, yeah. and she's still looking at me right now. She she won't move her eyes away from me <laughs> after saying that. And Okay, she broke eye contact. Oh, right. man. That was intense. It was. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, don't, I, don't know, uh, I don't know where we can start. I guess just uh, in general terms, like when we get those kind of emails, those kind of questions, um, I, I, don't think, I don't think there's anything that should stop anybody from going to Japan, at least along these lines. Um, and I guess, yeah, I'd start with that. There's some places in America I wouldn't go if I was yeah. not a Caucasian male. Um, but Japan, I don't feel like there's any place like that. So I, I noticed uh, when I was applying to go to the JET program, which is now 10 years ago. God, I'm old. Um, Yeesh. But that it was a different time on the internet. The internet was, you know, slower. The yeah. slower internet. But I remember looking up like, oh, what's Japan like? And most of the talk was like, Japan is the most racist place in the world. If you go there, just get ready to get smacked on. And I was like, oh my god. And <laughs> that's how I talked back then, ten years ago. <laughs> little, you, you've gone through puberty. Yeah. Since then. Little, little baby Michael. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but that was not the experience I had. And I, I've noticed that, you know, the internet in the past 10 years has not talked quite as much about it, but it, it, it still is an issue that comes up. Yeah. That was the whole like era of Debito, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. he had a, you know, the, the squeaky wheel and mm-hmm. boy, did he get lots of grease. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I noticed that too. And I think and not not to say that any of those people didn't experience something that was negative or didn't experience something that they shouldn't have experienced because of someone else. But I think a lot of that is because a lot of people, they expected to be treated exactly like everyone else, which I guess is like a little bit, a little bit racist now that I think about it. <laughs> but like there's that expectation like that they would become Japanese uh, by being in Japan and... Mm-hmm. Um, America's a little bit different because Americans, well, not everyone thinks this nowadays, but Americans are all a bunch of different people coming together, and that's what makes us American. But when you consider another country or another culture that's pretty homogenous, like becoming that part of that culture, it's more than just being there for, you know, five years or ten years. It, It takes a lot more than that, and it takes a much bigger change in the culture for that kind of thing to happen. But I don't think that's necessarily um, people being like mm, actively mean towards someone. It's just more about ignorance and misunderstanding or um, thinking that people have their individual cultures and that people don't really change from that, I guess. I don't know if I'm explaining things. Yeah. No, I, I think I think you, you hit on a good point of like uh, people who go to Japan. I mean, especially Americans who go to Japan and kind of expect Japan to think like America. Um, And as you mentioned as a side comment, that's kind of racist or just, you know, kind of a uh, 
it, it's it's a different perspective that you have to gain when you get there. That like, oh, all, not all countries think the same way as my country. Yeah, you can be accepted. Yeah, as an American, but I think being accepted as like a Japanese person coming from America is maybe too big of a leap right now. Maybe Japan will change in the future, and I think that might be a positive thing. Uh, I'm not I'm not saying that they shouldn't change or anything like that, but um, I think just that expectation was a lot higher back then, and now it's uh, you know a little bit more lax. I think. Actually, I had a question about that for you, Michael. Mm-hmm. So when I was in college, we had a jet person come and mm-hmm. speak at the college, and people were worried: Am I ever going to fit in? Um, and usually when you went to jet, jet, they would say, well, you can stay from one to three to five years. It depends on your contract mm-hmm. and whether you do a good job. And they would say, don't expect any of your teachers to respect or talk to you if you're only staying for one year. Basically, after that one year, they might be like, hey, we do this drinking party every weekday, whichever one. We'll invite you to it, but you wouldn't have heard about it until you'd been there for more than one year. Mm -hmm. So people were really worried that they would never, ever fit in. And I remember this being, this was about 10 years ago. It was a huge worry for people doing JET was that they would never get along with their coworkers. They wouldn't Mm -hmm. feel like a real teacher. Did you experience any of that? Um, I think if I did experience any of that, I didn't know about it because it would be like, oh, Someone didn't invite me to something, but I didn't know that I wasn't invited. But I did get invited to things that were, you know, like, oh, the after sports day, everyone has an Enkai and everyone goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess I, I, I saw a couple times there would be teachers at the station be like, oh, they're all together and they're all drinking and they all just came from a drinking party and they all seemed kind of like Hazukashi because they were, because uh, I saw them. But they were all like the the math teachers. So it's like, okay, the math teachers all went out. They wouldn't invite me because I'm not a math teacher. Um, so, but I, I have heard that uh, the, what you mentioned about not being invited or not being respected. Um, I've read that on blogs, and I've read that I've heard that from other jets where, um, like, the English teachers go out and they don't invite the ALT. Um, mm. I feel I had a pretty good relationship with my uh, JTEs, the Japanese teachers of English. Um, and again, that could be me. And they were all like, man, we sure hate Michael. But from my <laughs> perspective, you know, I, I got along with him and liked him. But, um, but I, I do know that that does happen. Um, That's something too, though, is that you, it may be happening to you and you don't know. So it's not an overt kind of we're outwardly not liking you it's like mm-hmm. a secret well this person's only going to be here year. we don't right. like them for whatever reason let's just exclude them yeah and sometimes it's not even like a they don't like you thing it's just like you know like you said they're they're not going to be here forever but mm-hmm. you know it, it when you do go to japan uh especially on jet um people know like oh they're coming here for a little while you know we'll you know be nice to them and treat them as a guest but that we know they're going to leave and they expect you to leave. And that's why when you don't leave, people are like, oh, they're staying. And then they start to open up. But mm. I think a lot of Japanese, I don't know about Japanese people overall, but definitely Japanese teachers who work with ALTs expect them to leave because that's generally like 90% of the time what people do. So it's maybe not like they don't like you. They're just like, oh, they're here for a little while. You know, don't get too, don't get too friendly because 
you know, they won't be your friend after they leave in three years. Yeah, and I don't think that's like a, a Japan-related thing. Like in any mm. any organization, anywhere, if you're only there temporarily and the permanent people are seeing temporary people just come in and leave and come mm-hmm. in and leave over the course of a decade or two decades, something like that, it's just like, it's you know, you're, you're basically cattle to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they, you know, they're like, oh, should I give that give that ALT a name? No, they're going to be slaughtered at the end of the year. I yeah. think foster animals is probably a better, like, don't name the kitten because okay. it's going to be gone in a couple months <laughs> yeah. instead of murdering, murdering cow, cow teachers. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, it's like, it's like you it's don't, an like, you name a foster, like, animal, but, like. But then you get attached. That's why you never name the farm animal. Otherwise, you get attached. And so, yeah. like, if you stay long enough, they're like, oh, maybe he's not going to slaughter. Maybe I will name him. And then they... Then they start, like, you know, petting you. and You sure are one for analogies, huh? <laughs> there are other analogies you could use, but that is one. <laughs> that, is, that is one. And it, it, I'm, just, I'm just saying this. Like, from their perspective, they're seeing, like, they're seeing all these people coming and going, coming and going. And from your perspective as the temporary person, it's, like, your whole life. Right, yeah. You know? And for you, it's not temporary. It's like, wow, this is my year. Mm-hmm. But for them, it's, it's not. And, you know. Yeah. I think that that's a really good point that I think a lot of people miss. And I think when I was on Jet, I totally missed this point that like I was, like you said, it's like, oh, I'm here. This is a big deal. And to other people, like they were like, oh, cool, you're here. You're here to help. Here's some work. Uh, Thanks for helping. You know, everyone was nice and friendly. But to me, it was like, this is an amazing experience. And everyone's like, I'm at work. I'm working. (laughs) This is my normal life. And... uh, and on top of that, being a Japanese teacher is really hard. So, yeah, And I think a lot of people do translate that kind of interaction with they don't like me because I'm foreign or maybe mm-hmm. they don't like me because of who I am. But a lot of it really is just you're a temporary person and getting to know you if you're only going to be there for a year might be too much effort on their part and not to take that personally, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if you're a jet and you're just an assistant teacher. Like that's a little baby part of a very big school. And I think there are people who like put in the extra effort too to like make sure they go talk to people. Uh, I think it was uh, James from an earlier mm-hmm. podcast talked about this: how you have to like go out, you have to talk to people, you have to offer your help mm-hmm. like extra, extra more than you think. No one's going to come to you, but you have to go to them. And if you do that, then you get accepted more. You get, um, you know, you get given more uh, work to do, more invitations to go to things. And it's, it's, I think it's like that with any organization, but you have to understand in Japanese organizations, they're not necessarily going to come to you and say like, do this, do this, do this. You know, you have to go and try to collect your work. And if you do that, you get, get more respect for that. Mm -hmm. I think another thing, um, going back to, you know, the being accepted and and feeling accepted. uh, One thing I try to tell jets as they're leaving is like, okay, you, you want to be accepted in Japan, but what does that mean? Like, does the whole country have to accept you? Does your whole school have to accept you? And uh, Noah Smith, who's an economist, uh, made a really good analogy of like, how do you know that anyone in your own country, like say you're in your own town, how do you know they all accept you? Like you just assume that no, they, they do. they do not, but yeah. And <laughs> maybe they don't, like you yeah. really don't know. You you just have relationships with people and you get to know certain people and they become your friends and you believe they accept you because you become friends with them or there's other people that are acquaintances you assume they accept you but you don't really know because they're not your close close friends but you just assume you're accepted 
because you're in your home country. But when you're in another country, you're just like, I'm not accepted. But it's like, you really know you're accepted in your own country? And it doesn't really matter. It's like you, you have relationships with the people you have relationships with. You don't need an entire country or an entire school to accept you. Yeah, that's a good point. When I think about the people who accept me here, it's, it's not that many people, but it's enough mm -hmm. people for me right. to feel like, in general, I'm accepted. Mm -hmm. But if you go to another country, move to where you don't know anybody, you're starting at zero again. And mm -hmm. you haven't had that since you don't have memories anymore, like since right. you're like two or one or two. And even then, like you had your mom, maybe, mm -hmm. who accepted you. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so what about, uh, so you've been talking about ALTs and JET. I think that's really good. But what about people who are just going on vacation to Japan? Mm -hmm. Like how many no gaijin allowance signs are they going to run into everywhere that they go? That's the, that's the thing I see a lot. That's like the thing people bring up. It's like, no, it's the, I saw this no gaijin allowed sign. And, and man, Japanese people are racist. Um, yeah. I've never seen one. I've been to a lot of places in Japan. I don't doubt that they exist. Mm -hmm. um, but because I've seen um, pictures and. I've heard like Hokkaido that. maybe has more because really? of like all the Russian sailors, but mm. I've also never been to Hokkaido and you've been to Hokkaido. Many times. And, I've and still you've never, never seen, seen those. Yeah. So that might also be a rumor. Um, I've never seen a no guiding allowed sign. I'm sure they exist somewhere. I yep. haven't seen a sign either, but I've had people talk in Japanese about me being mm -hmm. a gaijin. Uh Once that happened my my recent trip and then... I had a place that was very blatantly open tell me that they were closed when I tried to go in there. And I don't know why that was, but it could have just been that they weren't gaijin friendly. But that's two instances for at least re like places of where you can buy things that wouldn't let me in. Hmm. So you are like the whitest person here. So <sighs> <laughs> I'm the gingeriest person that's here. True. Thank this you. I'm a subsect of white. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've. Extra white. Ever had? I'm, I, I probably, I might have been like when I didn't know hardly any Japanese. Like someone say like we're closed, and I'd be like oh, okay, and I just left. And then all the people inside were like, haha, he's not in here. But I didn't know about it. I did have um, a homeless guy push me, maybe because I'm foreign, <laughs> but might have been he was crazy. He might have been. Yeah. He could um, have been drunk or. Yeah. On. Never know. Something. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I had one guy tell me to go home. Um, and then you just, you went down the street and you yeah, went home. I was like, okay. To your home. Uh, <laughs> Were you at like the Sento and he was like, go home. Yeah. It's closing time. You were turning into a prune. <laughs> I was trying to like get around with a suitcase and he was just like, oh, mokai, mokai de. And he just like walked by. I assumed I didn't understand Japanese. But I was like, okay. You know, I, I just remembered. I did, I did have one time where I was trying to find uh, uh, Ryokan and, on Cat Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, old people island, you mean? <laughs> yeah, where the average age is like 85, no joke. Um, and I called this place, the only place that was open, and talked to them for a little while. I was like, "Yeah, we have three people we want to stay." And then, uh, and then after a while, she like she realized that I wasn't from Japan when, especially when I gave my name, uh, my last name, my secret last name, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, then she was like, oh, oh, sorry, we don't serve, we don't serve gaijin here, or we don't let gaijin stay here. And I was like, man, we had a long conversation before this, and you were just <laughs> fine. And so she was like super friendly before that? No, but she was fine. She was mm -hmm. just old. And then I, I knew who she was because uh, 
you know, we, we looked at the place and we saw the picture of the lady and she's this lady who rides this like little rascal around Cat Island. <laughs> and we saw her there when we went there. Also, also when we went there, we, we didn't find a place to stay. We missed our ferry to go home. And so we, we ended up sleeping in an abandoned school. But that's another story. Um, thanks to this old lady. It was also like freezing um, and black mold everywhere. But this, uh, this old lady, we saw her and she was like riding around on her scooter and like picking up garbage and, and like collecting it, I think. Cause it, it wasn't no, like, not, she wasn't cleaning up the, island. no, she was like, she's oh, like, is... she was like looking through garbage and like pulling out the things she liked and then okay. riding on. She's like, all so she seemed a little bit like it would have been fun to stay there, I think. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was my, my, uh, bout with, uh, that's racism, right? Stereotyping. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I would say Maybe. it's. Can I can. I don't know. Can judge it? That is racist. A little bit. Like because like I feel like when many she people. I was Japanese. She was fine, and then when she yeah, and I then wasn't. you speak Japanese, right? So yeah. it's kind of racism, I think, because like many pe- Japanese people are not confident of their you know English ability. So that's why I think like there's right. some like non gaijin sign or anything like mm-hmm. they they don't want to like cause tr- trouble about like you know serving foreign people who don't speak japanese mm-hmm. i think yeah but think that's right. not the case so no it's yeah. racist <laughs> yeah. kind of i'm sorry you yeah. that's okay that. she's a very very old lady she she mm-hmm. was alive the cats to see will the take war, her you know? soon yeah. yeah maybe because like she has some experience from yeah. world war ii or mm-hmm. something maybe like yeah. personal feeling emotion mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, I had another experience. <laughs> now, now I remember them all. They're all, they're all, they're all coming out. out. They're all coming out. They're all back. old ladies. Uh, I, I went to a kendo shop in Tokyo, and I was buying, going to go there to, to to pick up some stuff I ordered. And uh, the, it was like a family-run place. And then the, the grandma, the obachan, is out front, and she's just sitting there. And I was, like, talking, getting stuff. And then suddenly she realizes I was there. She she clearly had, clearly had like, dementia and and other things so not not her fault she thought it was like the middle of the war and then she like suddenly realized i was there and she's like and she's like (laughs) 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 and she got like really scared (laughs) and and the family was like apologizing like oh sorry sorry she thinks it's the war (laughs) i was like oh it's okay it's okay and i just like smiled a lot and (laughs) But you can't blame her. No, I don't. I'm she not thinks her. you're like some kind of she's, soldier. I'm sure she's a sweet old lady. Yeah. yeah. She she thought I was there to to occupy or something. Yeah. But <laughs> or to shut down their kendo shop because <laughs> no. this is not American. Um Yeah, that that's that's it. It's all these really, really old ladies that I have trouble <laughs> with. It's all the old ladies. No. But uh actually I was gonna mention, uh, since you were talking about old ladies who lived through World War Two. Um, I had that thought occur to me a couple times whenever I was like in the home of, you know, some Japanese people and they're like, oh, here's my grandma. And they, she would come out and she'd be like the nicest old lady. And she'd just be like, thank you for coming to my home. <laughs> and she would like give me all this stuff and be so sweet. And then I, uh, I was uh, in Shiga prefecture, which got very, very firebombed in mm-hmm. the war, like maybe more than a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me like, oh, I think she lived through the war and she's being very, very nice to me. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, there is a, when, when negative things happen, you know, and people treat you badly for being a foreigner, it is upsetting and 
Um, we as humans, we all have negativity bias. We tend to focus on negative things instead of positive things. And those things go around and around in your head and start uh, coloring the landscape around you. But it's important to kind of to remember how many people are nice. Um, yeah. Like there's, I ran in, I, I ran into like way more nice Japanese mm -hmm. people than I did, you know, people telling me to go home or whatever. Like that happened every once in a while. And when it happened, I'd be like, oh my gosh, man, Japan sure hates me. I'm just like, I better <laughs> get out of here. I don't belong in this country. But it was like one person and it dawned on me later that I was like, well, you know, I bet all my Japanese friends who are nice to me don't want me to feel that way. Like yeah. they don't want me to feel like I'm not welcome because they're always welcoming me and giving me foods. And I don't know if this is also subtle racism, but like also people treat foreigners even more nicely than normal Japanese people. Like people will go out of your, out of their way to just like walk you walk you someplace instead of giving you directions for like 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, holy crap! You just wasted you know <laughs> half an hour of your day to take me to this this place that I asked about even though I could have just listened to your instructions. Um, and like things like that are just like, you know, you get a little bit extra special service at a lot of places. And it's, you know, people want to like, oh, this is the foreign person. We should give them, you know, something nice to remember, basically. Yeah. And I yeah. see a lot of that too. It's like like that a lot more than... Omote nashi kind of yeah, culture instead thing. Of, instead of mean stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, there is... I know that a lot of people complain about uh, things like, oh, you can use chopsticks really well, or like, if you're like, oh, Jeez, everybody's told me that that arigato. I've ever met. And you're like, oh, Nihongo Jozu, when you say like, yeah, you, know, you say Konichiwa one word. Yeah. And that is irritating. Um, I think it's not as irritating for me, but I know people who are like N1 who probably feel more irritated yeah. about it. Um, I think you just have to be blunt in those cases, though. Like, people, people want to make you feel good because they know how uncomfortable it is to try to speak in another language. So they just want you to feel like you're doing good, like you're, you're practicing and you're trying to do well. But if you just, um, I had to do this in college. I had, um, I was in something called Japan house where we were, um, the Japanese exchange students would live with us. Like and we were house. Oh, <laughs> well, sounds fun. We weren't in the same house, but on the other side of oh. the hall was the boys. Yes. Okay. Um, but we were, encouraged to speak Japanese and we were encouraged by our professors to tell the Japanese people right away that we want you to correct our Japanese um, because otherwise they'd be too nice and kind of be like oh it's it's fine it's good but like no like stop us while we're talking say this is what you need to correct but if you don't it's the same thing in Japan if you tell people if you're open about I'm trying to get better can you help me here's what I think you should do like interrupt me I'm totally fine with that I don't like, Kanai, you wouldn't have a problem if I said that and, and you were in Japan or we were in Japan. And I was like, correct mm -hmm. all my Japanese. You wouldn't like lie and, and say it's perfect, her, right? Your, your fist, just like you did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I want like my English to be corrected. Yeah. Oh, Which, sorry. Uh, no. <laughs> I can try if you uh, want. For those okay, of you who aren't here, like, she just stared at Koichi. I, I don't know. Like my friend. English uh, is so good and you're so good at using a fork, Kanai. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And you're so good at chopsticks too, though. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm so impressed every day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm also good at using a fork. Mm -hmm. What a great example of what not to do right here. Mm -hmm. uh, but but you could you probably could get better at using a spork, Kanai. 
that's that's one criticism I have of your of your utensil spork. using abilities. Yeah. Spork. A spork. Is it like a fusion? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, spoon mixed with a what? With oh, Koichi. so like mixed with, mixed a, with a what? It's like fork. a ah uh, yes. Sorry, a fork. So like both side has like each so side like a has like a spoon with like spoon. four little tails on it. Oh, if you get a Taco Bell <laughs> tails. So you go to Taco <laughs> Bell. Four little I think, prongs. I think that might be the the leading maker of sporks. I thought is they Taco were called Bell. stabbers. <laughs> four stabbers. They're prongs. That's true. Forks have prongs. Is that uh, not what they're called? I thought forks had forks. Anyway. Do you have forks ma- have like shaped like forks. frogs? Frog forks. <laughs> forks. You don't have forks. Fork fractions. In- <laughs> oh no! The door has been opened. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's 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 that. I think I think that that might that's like a little bit that's pretty like passive and and harmless. And I think that's actually a lot of what uh, what people misrepresent as Japanese racism towards everyone is just more about ignorance and uh, and just curiosity, even um, like. I mean, I don't have this experience, but if you're if you're African American or African, because there's a lot of Africans in Japan too, um, you go there, and I think especially in rural areas, a lot of people will just stare. Especially if you're talking about kids or younger people, or older people or middle-aged people, whatever, um, you'll just get a lot of people like looking, and they're like, "Wow, I've never seen someone like that," or "I've seen very few people like that." Or if you're, you know, like Kristen, you're talking about how if you're ginger, like mm-hmm. people will be like, "What are freckles?" And yeah, especially me. I- uh, most of you probably haven't seen me in person, I hope, but I have um, the kind of person that has freckles all over the place and they're very dark um, and I have very long red hair. So when I go to Japan, it's usually kids or um, I've had young couples talk loudly, uh, but they won't, I guess they'll, they'll just assume that I can't understand them, but it won't be anything rude. It will just be like, well, look at that girl. And I'll be like, oh, and they're talking about me. <laughs> and it'll be kind of embarrassing, but you get used to it. And it's not anything like little kids in America that speak English will run up to me and be like, what are these? And touch my arm. It's the <laughs> same exact thing. So yeah. I'm lucky because my like thing that makes me different isn't something that I could like lose a job over or mm-hmm. get kicked out of a store for. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I think there's a lot, a lot of that. I think, um, and I think, just I, I'm not saying that it's not wrong, uh, but I think America, especially, has gotten to the point where it's very, very sensitive about racism and stereotyping. Which, in a lot of cases, it's right and it's very good. Um, but like, you know, when you go to Japan and you're suddenly like, "Wow, everyone hates me," and they're so racist, they're just staring at me because I'm a foreigner, and they must hate me or something. It's it's not really that. It's just, you know, you, you look different. And yeah, and I will say to to the staring, um, when I first arrived in Japan, and I was like, oh, yeah, people are staring at me, and I, I wasn't used to it. After a while, I got used to it. And then after about a year, I started staring at other <laughs> foreigners. <laughs> and I've heard so many other foreigners, other people on the JET program say the same thing. When you're like the only foreigner in your town or there's very few, <laughs> you are just used to seeing Japanese people all the time. And if you're in the store and you see another foreigner, you just like <laughs> lock eyes and you kind of just stare down and like, like not in any kind of weird way, but it's like you're both not, you're just not used to seeing. Do you say hi to each other? What do you do? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. You need like a secret to shopping. wave. Do you wink? Or ha- yeah, like a secret wink. Like you yeah. lock a eyes series and of patterns. wink. Yeah. 
Most then, of the time, actually, one time, <laughs> sorry, uh -oh. I have another staring story. I was uh, standing on my balcony talking with like three other friends who were on jet, and they were, we, were, they, we were on like a lonely street where like nobody walked, and suddenly a, another foreigner starts walking down the street. We didn't know who this person was, and all five of us stopped talking and just stared at him <laughs> from the balcony, and he stared back at us the whole time as he walked. Wow. And then he stopped and we just went back to talking. Talk about stereotyping. Yes, exactly. Like thinking back to it, I was like, I don't know oh. why we stopped talking. I don't know why it was oh. why it happened. <laughs> but it just kind of does. Yeah. Before you said that, I was gonna say it could be like when you just have anxiety. I, I have pretty serious anxiety. So if I go to like the grocery store, I have to stop myself from thinking people are looking at me. And it makes me really paranoid. I know no one is looking at me. It, there's a very, very low chance that anyone gives a care of what I'm doing at all. But when you're in another a country, a, a flying fork, yep. frog fork. Um, but and when I was in Japan, it I was hoping that that's what it was. But there were a couple of cases where people were looking at me. But if you're the kind of person that's really anxious, it's just do what you normally do and just like talk yourself out of it and be like, no, no one's looking at me. I'm being paranoid. It's totally fine. And then if they are, it's usually harmless. It, it's very much a passive curiosity and a passive reaction as opposed to like if you're in a foreigner in America and you might get some lot not so passive actions taken against you, which is great actually. If you want to go to Japan, generally – you won't have as bad a reaction as you will if you come to America as a foreigner. So there's a plus for going yeah. to Japan. Yeah. That's true. No one will tell you to speak American. Mm -hmm. And no, people no one won't will really tell you to build a wall either. Japanese either in Japan. They'll just want to speak English with you. Really mm -hmm. badly. Yeah. And it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my thing is if, if kids ever stare at me, you just give them some aisatsu. So you just, you know, <laughs> say hi to them. And then all of a sudden they snap out of it and then they respond with, with aisatsu back or like greeting back. Mm-hmm. And they just like go into their little, little Japanese child circuit, and you just reminded me of something that happened to me on my last trip. What? I was on a bus in Kyoto, I think, and it was right after school got out or something. And there were these two elementary school kids, and they had a very big camera that looked like it was borrowed from their school or, like, from their parent. Mm -hmm. And they were pretending to take pictures of themselves, but they kept getting closer to us to get us, me and my fiancé, in the background. And nice. I realized they were just, like, trying to get as close to us as possible to take pictures of us covertly. And so I started staring into the camera and they started to realize that I was making eye contact with the camera and the kids got freaked out and got oh. off. You should have you been, like peace and like let them take well, pictures if, and if they had been like oh can i take a picture you no, know they won't do that. i know they wouldn't because they were like that awful like 10 year old age yeah, those are like Ugh. the funnest the, people no, to talk the to worst. During, like on the train i always talk to like 10 year olds on the train uh, and that sounded creepy but well they were together so they were they were a team of youths and i'm not in yeah, yeah but oh. i i think i they, I'm sure they have plenty of great pictures well, of me, you, like, you glaring into That's their fine. camera. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, okay. um, um, but that was one one instance where they were, like, it, it was, like, I don't know. I feel like they would never do that to someone that wasn't foreign in their country. Maybe girls on a train if they're going to grow up to be that kind of person. But it's okay. I've taken pictures of Japanese people. 
covertly <laughs> using my phone that doesn't make the shutter sound. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You could do that. That sounded creepy too. <laughs> I want, do you think, me, have we ever talked about that? Slice of life shots. No, but this is not the time to talk about All our right. perverted pictures. No, no, about how cameras have to make a sound. <laughs> well, now, now we know. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Is that a racism thing? No, just a, like a Japanese pervert thing. Um, <laughs> The only, the, we'll have a pervert episode. The only time I took a picture of someone else that didn't know it is because it was a very old couple, couple playing an original Game Boy together. And it was so cute. Oh, that's cute. And so I took a picture and they I saw me. Picture, and they were too. like, what the hell? <laughs> and then they played Tetris again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. I guess that's worth, worth being a creepo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you feel about all this, Kanai? You've been pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Contemplating. Yeah, because I'm... Japanese and mm-hmm. yeah but I feel like I don't know like people expect foreigners like like Kokujin, mm-hmm. uh, to be English speakers That's in general true. so that is another like racism kind of because yeah. like for like I, guess. I have many like French friends mm-hmm. in Japan and like when people see them they will say like hello or something like they talk to them in English, but it's not their first language and it doesn't make sense. But they look like, you know, white people, Caucasian, then equal like English speakers. It's kind of like racism, I think. And then they actually get offended. They could probably speak it. English if they wanted to, though. Oh, come on. Like, what if you were, <laughs> what if you went to Japan and, or like you went to another country and everyone thought you were German and they were just like coming up and trying to speak German to you. And every day people thought you were German. You were like, please, I don't just speak that, that language. Just saying French people speak English is all I'm saying. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm talked and if you don't by someone in yeah. Korean, I'm not Korean, right? But it happens all the time though. Yeah. Mm. But does that happen here in Yeah, US? it does it does happen here. Yeah. Like yeah, people does, just speak it? to you in yeah. Korean. Yeah. I, I respond. Like they say like Anyong Hansio. I'm like, oh Anyong Hansio, Bugogi. What does Bugogi mean? Oh, like the meat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Called S C V <laughs> you know yeah I and usually they don't know anything so it's fine but that was kind of nice though in my case smile, yeah. mm-hmm. you walk away from the, the old creepy man that <laughs> said <laughs> to you. wait is like a creep like a white guy always really yeah hmm? well I guess like Koreans also okay. do that too a lot of people think I'm Korean Yeah. in Japan too especially like 10 years ago a lot of Japanese people thought I was Korean which is fine didn't I, you have long hair back then? A little bit longer. I'm trying um, to think of what it could have been. Well, I think, I, I don't know much about what Koreans wear, but I always wear bright clothes. And then now everyone thinks I'm Chinese because I wear bright clothes. And by bright clothes, <laughs> I mean I don't wear black or gray, which is what all Japanese people wear all the time. <laughs> or navy. Navy is stereotyping. I wear red. Well, you're cool. And that's why people okay, think you're cool. Korean. You're also in America <laughs> now, yeah, so yeah. we've tainted like, you. Yeah, so it's just like, that's a stereotype that Japanese people have about Chinese people as they wear bright clothes. And that's what I do. So I get a lot of, like, ni hao and xie mm-hmm. xie. I'm like, sai <laughs> jian. You can just say chai jian. See, see I don't you. even know what that is. So I see you again or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Xiaomi. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> learn every language. <laughs> So yeah. that Maybe. anytime someone approaches you, you mm-hmm. can immediately be whatever they want you yeah. to be. Be all things to all people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not racist, right? 
I it's called globalization. Globalization. Oh, let's not say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I think we can conclude this here and, and wrap it up. But um, just in terms of people who are afraid to go to Japan, I don't know why you would be, but some people are. If you're afraid to go to Japan because of racism or stereotyping or something like that, I, I wouldn't be. You might experience something that has some partial semblance of racism or stereotyping, but almost certainly it's going to be very passive or just come from curiosity or ignorance. Um, and if you do experience racism, you know, you're going to experience racism everywhere in the world, unfortunately. Uh, and, uh, you know, we should be nice to each other, I guess. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. Be nice. And if you smile and you're nice to people, 99.99% .99 of Japanese people are going to be nice right back because we're all humans and we like seeing each other smile and and being nice to each other. And just don't be an asshole. Except in America. Yeah, except in America. I mean, don't don't propagate bad stereotypes when you're in Japan. It's easy to get away with a lot in Japan. I think a lot of people do. So, you know, be good and, and uh, you know, help help out your help out your country by being a good person mm. mm -hmm. just remember that wherever you're from wherever you tell people you're from at least uh you're a representative of that country and mm -hmm. what you do will reflect on that country and if if all the japanese people around you have a bad stereotype of wherever you're from just prove them wrong mm -hmm. and that's the best you can do at that level that's why when the police catch me i always say i'm from australia okay <laughs> we're sending you right back to australia and then you get a free trip to Australia. And I say, good day, mate. I'm heading back home to my Barbie. <laughs> my, my Barbie house. Your, your collection of Barbie dolls. I love them Barbies. Yeah. There's a lot of good takeaways from you guys about being, no, don't be a jerk. <laughs> be nice to people. What? I'm being serious. I think this is yeah. great. <laughs> You're so positive, Michael. Well, this is because the world is so shitty sometimes. Yeah. You mean hashtag 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hashtag, uh, Drumpf? Is that what we're use, we've <laughs> yeah. been using? Everyone I don't know. Just like, I say we, I don't tweet much. Be, be good. The, I don't the collective internet. hashtags. I refuse. But how can you know? How can you be trending then? I don't know. I don't know. How can you be trending for Cupcake Tuesday? If you don't <laughs> put that in your. Tweet how will about you get a new season of South. Firefly if you don't hashtag? Is yeah. there a new season of Firefly? I don't know. I've been hearing rumors. Please don't do it. Joss Whedon, I love you. Please don't do it. He's listening to this podcast. He is. Confirmed. I know that you're, mm -hmm. you're our biggest fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You sweet, sweet comic man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess on that note. Everyone be nice. Stay frosty. Yeah. If you do something bad, say you're from Australia. I'm sorry, <laughs> Australians. They don't care. New Zealand is better. They're the bad boys. I love hobbits. <laughs> Everybody whisper. Goodbye. You shall not pass. <laughs> Boromir. <laughs> A lot of names. <laughs> Why? <laughs>